Welcome to the Black Tech Billion Program. It's time to get this show on the way, and we're going to do it right now. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Hello, everybody here. My name is Ben Hugo with Zoe Wanting Media Enterprises. Welcome to the Black Tech Billion Program on this Friday, October 22nd, 2021. Welcome to the meet and greet here. It is great to be with you all today on this segment here. I'm so excited to have this. Hold on a second. I need to hold on a second. I gotta, I'm going to share this to the public. Get the public to, to the profile now. That is out now. So I'm also going to get it shared on. Also get this thing shared out to um, everybody I know get building mm. green green alright so let me just get this thing out to everybody I know Okay, so I'm just getting another, another way um, group. Alright, just give me it's the to make sure everybody's greed and greed. Alright. So we're ready to get this thing underway. So we got two or three evil that can look at this as much as I go. So today is going to be a very, very special one today. You get to know me a little bit. I've been working on IT for a very long time. I've been so consistent in IT, working in IT having acquired a lot of skills in IT. That's exactly what I've done for a very, very long time. Been so, I've been so hard working on determining of what things that I do best and the best that I, the thing and the best ability I can. So my first time I was actually doing IT was a, Really, the reality of things, I used to have, my older brother used to have Windows 98. We used to have it in our own house. So we used to have Windows 98. That was my first actual computer, having Windows 98 in my house. But before that, I was playing games when I was in second grade. The real, my best one of my good friends, Carl Ermans, we used to play games all the time we were big time gamers we would always go down after like recess all the time and go play some games while they're doing something because i was so into gaming i was so into games so much that and then i translated the third grade and then fourth grade with the n64 so i've been doing the sign of gaming for a very very long time but i was using the their the mac it was the the apple computer that was my first actual computer 
working in tech up to right now. It's it's an amazing experience that I have enjoyed myself the best I have ability. You always have the ability of working towards betterment of the community. So that's one of the things that I get excited about doing is having the the black t uh, having this to tell that story, and you get to know me what I I used to do, and then you get to the end you'll understand why I built Zoe Three as a brand, and why I built it now as an uh, as a freelancer, IT freelancer to go around businesses and people to fix computers. This is what I do. This is what I'm so passionate about doing. And that's why I brought all that together. And see, I can see, I can start making headways and putting my brand out there and sharing stories of me. So, so back to the story. So the way I got in was really second grade playing video games so I went to Sheridan Hills and I was playing that every day five days a week that was my favorite time playing games second grade not as much as third grade well but four I was really got back in gaming was I was having the N64 so my first Nintendo my older brother Frank used to have the N64 so my first game was really Star Wars Episode One Racer. So I used to play Star Wars Episode One Racer, sir. And I used to play it like frequently. We used to play this game a lot and have built up the gaming experience that I've had for a long time. So that was one of the areas right there in tech that I actually ex I have done a lot of that accomplishment in life so that's where I was showing people the effort that I was bringing people into technology so that was fourth grade into the summer of a fourth grade now we're gonna get into fifth grade we're gonna talk about from fifth grade to eighth grade now I'm going to talk about more of myself in that one. The next phase of playing, getting into tech was really, we used to do two, we had, I had two, there was, we had a computer class and we have a basic skills math class. So I had, so when I was in fifth grade, the, fir the first one we, the first one was the computer class. At, now it's formerly known as Richfield Intermediate School. So I had a chance to get in, into navigating the computer, running Netscape Navigator. So that was pretty much how I actually got into more of that and game uh, and have fun with that. And plus, I had additional gaming time. Used to ha had. Um, Warzone, that was the one wrestling game I used to have in fourth grade. And my my older brother, best friend, used to have many games <laughs> that was able to play. 
that he wanted that was exclusive to him, but then later they passed it down to me to play. It's so much right there. I was understanding a lot of things and I, that that I didn't have any knowledge of how was how this was related to ID. I just kept gaming and gaming and going around. But I was one of okay, that was one thing. So I was fifth grade a little bit too. Computer classes, freaking computer classes. Then also, so we had a basic skills math class. So we had that at Richmond Intermediate School. So that was a time I was able to use the computer and they had basic skills math game. Because we had, yeah, because there was like, they had things like basic skills at, at, at Richmond Intermediate School. At the time I was there, I was having basic skills writing, and but they were I was I was excused from that because there was due into basic math. So so much into that, and then we can go from game they had survival science. So I I played that game a lot, and then Oregon Trail. So I was like frequently in that into fourth grade, going into fifth grade. So much in that was into gaming like that. That's how I spent it to the technology. And that way it was like more successful of doing what I was so passionate doing. Going and now now we're gonna take a trip to sixth grade. Richfield Middle School. Okay. So now I So I was like, it was so convenient at a time where I was able to game so much. So that, so that whole thing was like a gaming experience. So the way I was gaming and getting the tech was doing a lot of that with my video games at home. So we had the N64. Then we add additional games at the time. We had Mickey Speedway USA. We added that. And after we added playing 007 and Mario Kart. So that was very much amazing how everything transforms. It was, it was a big, and we're going to get into the transformation of me going to different ones from that. So before we go continue that, we also got to talk about the Game Boy, the Nintendo Game Boy, because I was also playing that too, like Super So at that game, so the the Game Boy, so I was playing that Super Mario, I was playing Super Mario a lot, so they had a game, uh, um, they had a game called... So it was like a real well game. I got exactly so Super Mario Land. And when I was playing Super Mario Land, so I had that game back and forth until I was into that game. Super Mario. So I was playing that. And then we also had NFL Blitz. We had so and then they had I was into NFL Blitz. 
in 2000 it was Game Boy Color, Game Boy. So I was into Game Boy. Um, so that was one of the games I used to play when I was in fifth grade, going into middle school years. So that pretty much got me more of the technical stuff. And everyone's been talking about this gaming is always tech. It's it's a form of technology. And building up and building up so many things into that. So we're gonna take more of a ride a little bit out of that portion. Going back to sixth grade, we used to do programs like Mavis Speaking. We had a Mavis Speaking test, and I wasn't the best test taker. Uh, and it was good for somebody who had very very strong typing skills. And it was a great way to learn your typing skills. So they cut, like, you, uh, I remember Ms. Deegan's class, th she had a little thing, okay, cover it up. Uh, I, I tell her, cover it up. And we and, and, and a lot of times, it was like, well, love relationship, that's all I'm going to do. Times, and you have some bad times. That it happens when you grow up as a child. So I had that. Wait, so it was covered up. So they covered up all the portions of all of them, the rest of the keyboard. So the keyboard was all covered up, and you have to memorize the the keyboard. That's a real challenge. That's a real challenge. So we were doing that back going in eighth grade, but then we were also doing projects, different databases, word processing. There was like so many amounts of projects that. We used to do a lot back in six, seven, eight grade. So we even in the similar thing, but it was really fun because you get to have internet surfing. Got able to use the computers. We had to do a, a project. The one thing I kind of like, I was so bummed about that I wanted to be really interested in it to see to put a database into a slideshow. What you know used to have regular database you know now we have Microsoft Access but you have to put, learn how to put those into a slideshow so it tells the whole it tells a whole story about all of, of that in technology it tells a great instance about how I built and got into technology that's the purpose why I'm doing this computer drive today because I want you guys, I want everybody to understand this is how I got into tech, this is how I know and I've seen it all in tech. And that's a whole nother level of things. So that's why it's been real great and so wonderful to get people together. So we're gonna, I'm gonna have a great time. It's, it's been off and on. You might get a few people in there. Now we're really, now we're getting down to business and being real crucial of doing things in tech. So, oh, all right. So that's why in technology, this. So that's, that's kind of the most interesting thing about the whole process.
Okay. It's very much interesting until I was six, seven, and eight grade. Still playing video games, still getting playing new one. Having Madden. Oh, reckless Madden playing. <laughs> reckless Madden playing. Reckless amount of Madden playing. Reckless Madden playing. So I used to play that a lot. Madden almost every day. Mario Kart. The Mickey Speedway and all those other things. So it was involved. So now I'm elevated so much in the technology into gaming and so much. But you gotta be honest, I wasn't in this world, like until I first my junior and senior year, I was always a gamer. I'm more of a gamer. I could play some sports too. And I got, like I said, so I always had alternatives in doing stuff. So it's that particular way of doing the excellent efforts of what I show myself as a person. So leadership qualities, you got my guys playing sport, my brother, two brothers playing sports, my sister was a big basketball player, yeah, me as a top leading gamer <laughs> that in IT, and showing people the way of how to build a brand, and how to lead a brand, I'm so excited about that, so that was all, now we're going to take a lot, so the freshman, sophomore year, more gaming, more gaming that year, then it introduced me, we'll introduce ourselves to GameCube. So we had different wrestling games. So that was not just, not just No Mercy, I was also playing games like, you know, WrestleMania 19, Day of Reckoning was coming, it was out, big video game. And, and then it started our path, the big path. NCAA AA football 2004. So that whole memory of that game was going real freaking amazing. I remember that. So the big game off of that, one of my biggest pet peeves of the game that was really when I was playing Miami, it was the Hurricanes, when we ran, when I received number one was like running the kickoff back for like for the first time, it was about it was it was a time I was uh, in sophomore year of high school. It was like me and my brother were getting ready to go to the mass, and it's like we just ran a kickoff that for the first like, uh, and I was like unbelievable. I was just like I would never forget, I would never forget about that moment, and there was so many so many factors and so many memories of that whole game that you could just think about. How that all goes. So it was like that was the nicest thing about that. So I had so many memories of that game. So Nikki Speedway, USA. So now we have to that. So that was to 2003. Now we're gonna get to our biggest game and what what birthed us the Spring Break Marathon. That was really 2000. Four, we birthed Need for Speed. So we started with Need for Speed 2. So, because I remember all the, I remember we used to play all these games and Need for Speed mm -hmm. games. So I remember Need for Speed. So if you want to talk about where, 
my path of the need for speed and my experiences of the game. So I played Underground 2. So that came out. In 2004 and then it came the agreement to come a spring break marathon in 2006 is when we started our spring break marathon so we used to play Need for Speed 2 I think the one time I saw the Need for Speed Most Wanted was really when one of my classmates um, Jeff Nitz used to play so Jeff Nitz used to play it back when my senior high school and then it came Pro Street. We started, I started with Pro Street. Then I went to Undercover. Then went Hot Pursuit. The Run. Most Wanted. Rivals. And we had Rivals until they, we transferred to the... Then we had payback, the heat, and the heat. So it's been years and years. So I have a long experience. Go back to my old one of my shows back on the so we can go to the podcast page. Go back to my old show when I talked about that stuff. It was a very much amazing part of them. So that was my gaming wing. My computer went, so I was getting the tech that way. Now we're going to get into the middle of that to talk about the beginning of resurfacing technology. I was starting to do Python just those temporary time in school. Then I went in 2012 to start pursuing the goal of it. And then I was going and going and doing it. There, I was 24. So when I got 25, I started doing and news I brought it introduced me into fixing computers so I know how to so I first started at Freegate Twin Cities. I was going there to fix computers, to go fix up laptops and desktops, to learn recycling the parts, understanding the parts, doing all and having the typical knowledge behind the technology I was doing today. Then that's so one of my favorite, uh, one of the things, dumbest thing I will remember, that I had a computer, is that I was sitting it up while I was building the computer, and I accidentally caused a smoke, and I was like, oh, what? <laughs> what the hell? Wow. It was that moment I realized, I, oh, oh, shit, I messed up so much. And wouldn't. And would realize something really the amount of difference and the differentness among this whole thing together. So I really rememberized this whole mantra of pushing it together on this. So let's. So that was one of the goals I was looking at. Things like that. So I was fixing them up. Then I started. Understand testing, understand running the CD-ROM. So the CD-ROM that they had at Freaky Twin Cities is I used to learn how to go and look at the server room. They had a little server room. Then I went over. Then I went over here 
then then was testing RAM memory taking out hard drives understanding all that particular field of technology so I was getting the technical experience getting my hard work in and and getting the fruits of the labor of that most part of technology today and it was such, it was such that part that I was like this was gonna be those little niches and all that stuff so that will be amazing to see how that all works out <laughs> that was the the story like that so it was a amazing story um so that was where I shifted in the technology so that was a real strong indicator into that so that was the way it was gonna go there so that was so that was 2014-15 so I was getting more into scripting I had more scripting than when I was looking at Freaky Twin Cities so I was doing a lot of scripting before that I had to learn things like the Microsoft systems I had to do the concepts they didn't know the basic concepts you had to do they, they teach you all that and I was learning at Minneapolis Community Technical College so if you paid attention to all that stuff you would understand what you be learning in school so I had to learn that I had to learn the concepts I had to learn the fundamentals and it said data communications and and, it, and those things as a class that teaches you how to do hands-on stuff so I used to use this program called lab sims so lab sims was basically doing a real list of stuff and also that was one of the things right there now we're gonna that was fixing computers going to school but on, then during the time I was in school, I had to learn something very much new. It was really amazing. I learned, also had to learn a program. It was Nick Toffel, learn about the student tech services. So I had to go run it from being, from a worker, now being the head of it for a year. And I had a good time of running the program and having an idea. That was one typical idea. I was enjoying what I can do. So that was one time. One time I was doing it for a couple, two semesters. The, the, the I did it then. So I did it for three semesters. Did it from during the nineties. Um, did it during. So as it, Isaiah Perel ran it. He said, "Okay, let me take it over." And I didn't really want to take it over, but I, but I came up to me. Then I worked at authentic group companies, learned how to do all the servers, do all the networks, do all the other stuff. And then after before our graduation, in my fall graduation, because I did something stupid that shouldn't have been done, <laughs> and my, uh, I was like, after that, oh, it was going to be an easy win. It, <laughs> no, it wasn't. It's a, cha it's a challenge. you got to work with a variety of different people. That's what the land implementation class with Duncan Tan was. So I was loving it. I was enjoying it the second time. And it's like, you got an idea. Because I worked at Tuheim. Tuheim was 
give me system administration ones. I had to migrate a certain from Windows 2008 to 2012. So it was that was a great I. Got together doing that, and then, then I worked at Bailiwick for a month, and it was just so hassle. And just what this personally just didn't work out. Then I worked at right back IBM, working in their IT, set up the whole computers, migrating the server, the laptops, using Microsoft Deploy. And stuff, and now I'm with Caden Technologies, and now I have my own firm with it together. I'm gonna talk about some of the stuff from my, what this company was gonna do. I think it'll be amazing to see as more of my journey continues on. And people will ask me, what would I want to be in five years? What's my main goal? My main goal is two. I have two major goals. The first one is to be a desktop support specialist. That's number one. That's what I'm working on right now with this firm. The branding and working on the, to be a desktop support specialist with my years of experience in IT. The second one is to invest more time in the networking and telecommunication, which involves networking. It's telecommunication. The Voice or internet phone, so so that if you want to know, it's voice or internet protocol, so that what V O I P. So that's going to be one of the things like that is important. So that's my goal in doing and in getting into that type of phone and working with phones. And telecommunication stuff. So that's how I got to from gaming to fixing computers and now broadcasting and sharing you my experience in IT from a child to now. So you get to meet me, you get to know me, you get to know me a lot more. My goals in the future, and you'll see different stuff. Now, while we're recording this thing, there's a guy I want you to he's he, he's a co-founder sit he he got a startup thing press in the media okay so you're gonna see more of him so let's take a listen okay you, you'll get an idea Welcome to the Tech.mm podcast, a made in Minnesota podcast featuring the stories of individuals that make up the tech capital of the North. Hey, Shikaria. Hey, Casey. How's it going? Perfect. How are you? I'm great. You know, fall is my favorite season. I love the crisp, cool night, yeah. the sunny, warmish days. But still crispy in the air. Exactly. Oh, and the leaves are changing, which is like my favorite part. Sweater weather is my love language. Yes. <laughs> you don't understand how I've been waiting to break out these hoodies. <laughs> <laughs> I love, I have like a whole wardrobe of sweaters that I've just been eyeing all summer, and I'm like, one day I'll get to wear y'all again. Exactly. 
yep, with nothing but just like leggings or jeans and then just throw on whatever shoe that goes with it. And I'm a croc girl, so it goes with everything. <laughs> You're a croc girl? Yes, I love wearing my crocs. What color crocs do you have? Uh, so many. Um, <laughs> oh, you have a crocs collection. Yes, it's it's terrible. I have white, blue, pink, uh, multicolor, black. <laughs> it's, it's a lot. <laughs> it's funny. We were, I was just on Twitter the other day, and Casey Allen was on there saying something along the lines of, like, when he was date on dating apps back in the day, no, no shit on Casey, but let's be honest, we were dating a while ago. Not Casey and me, but like <laughs> <laughs> independently. It's yes. been a while since the, the I've ever been on the market. <laughs> anyway, he said that he would like filter women by whether they wore Uggs or Crocs, Crocs. as in he wouldn't <laughs> date anybody who wore either of those. And then Scott Burns chimed in, and I was like, you know what, you two... Do not come for my Uggs. Do not come for my Crocs. Yes. It's an actual debate. <laughs> I, you know what? Because comfort rules. Exactly. And I am lazy. Me. And I, and I want to be comfortable. And I love being able to slip on a comfortable yes. shoe. Yes. And also, living in Minnesota, I feel like we get a pass. Like, we deserve to wear Uggs. Okay. We deserve to wear Crocs. It snows here. We need a comfortable boot that's warm. Exactly. <laughs> So, I love, I also have Crocs. See, they're perfect for everything, though. Like, even they have the ones that are insulated with the fur. It's like, yeah. There's a whole line for something for everybody. And then also, my husband bought Crocs because he wanted to be funny. So, we garden. (laughs) And, like, they're made for gardening, I think. Or they're, like, well, yeah, you could definitely, yeah. Yeah, Mm. so we we bought them because we were in our garden all the time. And I bought, like, navy because I didn't want to be too like in your face with my crocs. Oh, you always gotta be in the face with the crocs. Well, my husband <laughs> was like, I see your navy crocs and I raise you tie-dye <laughs> rainbow crocs. <laughs> so he, anytime we wear our crocs together, here I am in my navy crocs and he's rocking these like really loud rainbow yes. tie-dye crocs. Oh my gosh. That are mm-hmm. toddler, oh, she's not really toddler anymore, a three-year-old is like, oh, watermelon shoes. They look like <laughs> watermelons and she loves them. I love that. Anyway, it's the, it's just really fun. So we're going to have to get you some charms to go on the Crocs, too, then it sounds like. Exactly. <laughs> and if I need to buy her some. We should just all have matching watermelon Crocs at this point. That's the whole family. That would It'd be, be on so brand. cute. It'd That'd be on be brand for us. And Croc is not sponsoring us, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> well, another thing I love about fall is sports. Yes, everything comes rolling back in. I know. The Vikings are back in the season. The Wilds are going to be playing very soon, if not already, so I'm really excited. The Vikings won their first home game, which, thank God, because they exactly. got a good start. <laughs> we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> we're not going to dive too deep on that. But that brings us to our guest today, which I'm really excited about, because have you ever been a, at a game and you paid all this money to be in the stadium, and you're like, darn it, I'm hungry, or I need a beer, or I need a whatever, and you walk back, and everybody goes at the same time, right? Exactly. It's like at halftime yep. or, or a break. <laughs> during a right after a quarter ends exactly. or something. And everybody's in the bathroom, and everybody's at the concession. Exactly. And it's like, oh, my gosh, I don't want to be here for 30 minutes to get a hot dog. Well, our guest today is solving that problem with his company, Fit Eat. Munachiso Okonkwo is such an interesting man, former yes. professional basketball player, from Nigeria. What an amazing story. Y'all, you have to sit tight because 
the way that he got to the U.S. is <laughs> a great story, honestly. <laughs> Hilarious. Yes. And I think shows his entrepreneurial spirit. Exactly. Very early on. And if you guys don't want to listen to anything else, you have to listen to to see how tall he is. And that's at the end. <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned. Welcome, Munachiso Okonkwo, also known as Moo. Yes. Hey, Moo, thank you so much for joining the Checked Out of podcast. How are you doing? I'm doing great. <laughs> Enjoying the day. The last hot day in Minnesota. Boys, that's getting cold. So, just stay tight. We're definitely in that transition period where it's still fall, but it could snow any, any minute. <laughs> yeah. Minnesota great part about it. Polar weather. Oh, for sure. For sure. Now, we got to know you at Twin Cities Startup Week a couple weeks ago. We were so happy yeah. to have you. You have asked amazing questions in yeah. the audience. You were, like, on it, incisive. What What were your takeaways from the week? Man, um, my biggest takeaway, first of all, Twin Cities Startup Week was an epic event. I enjoyed every bit of it. And thank you for putting up such a great event. And... I mean, I was able to learn so much about being a startup founder, the entrepreneurial world, what it takes, the difficulties involved in it, and just made great connections that, you know, I started reaching out to, or they started reaching out to me this week, offering to help. And there was this space of people, like, genuinely willing to help, like, you know, young startup founders to achieve their dreams. And so I really enjoyed it. I got resources out of it. I got friendships, connections, and I was able to gain so much knowledge. I love that. How did you, how did you even find out about Startup Week? Uh, so I found out in two ways. So I was talking to Will Hedo, the uh, founder, uh, CEO of Atena Media. Atena Media. Yeah, I saw like a post he made on Instagram, I was like, what's that, Will? Like, what's the link to it? And he was like, yeah, you should definitely try coming. I was like, okay, I'll look into it, but I forgot about it. And I was talking to, like, a potential investor, Dyer. Um, Dyer works for GI Capital. And I was talking to him, and he was like, you know, I also worked for a startup, and they were part of beta cohort. And I was like, what is better cohort? Because we started talking about accelerators. He's like, you should definitely get in touch with them. And he was like, are you going to start up week this week? I was like, what is that? That's the second time I'm hearing about it. So he was able to throw more light, like, hey, you should go and network and try to get into better cohort next, uh, the spring cohort or something. So I was like, okay, I will look it up. And I went home that night and you know, looked it up, signed up, and I don't regret that decision. Now, I do want to talk about your startup, Fit Eat, because it's a really interesting concept. But before we get there, I want to learn more about you. You have yes. such an interesting story. Tell us, okay, where were you born? How did you end up here? It's wild. It's a wild ride. Yeah, um, so I was born in a town called Oweri in Nigeria. And... Um, you know, grew up in Nigeria, and after high school, I loved soccer a lot. I thought I was going to be a professional soccer athlete, but one of those days you go to the soccer field to play, and do all the 
basketball camp going on on the side and a coach from there was like noticed like me playing soccer and how tall I was and he approached me and was like would you love to play basketball in the states and I was like I've never played this game before and I don't know if I can fit in and he was like well we can start working on it but you would get so much better in the States. So, you know, that's that was my first introduction to basketball. And, you know, it was America, and he was like, you get great education, and you get to play a sport. You, you're going to eventually learn how to walk. And so I was like, okay, we need to talk to my dad and mom about it. My mom was on board, but my dad wasn't on board. He was like none of my kids are going to go play sports. They have to go get their medical degrees or engineering degrees. So, and you know, time was running out for me to make a decision with this coach. So, it was like, I need to get consent from your dad for me to be able to file the I-20 and all the immigration stuff to get you to come. And my dad wasn't budging, so I just, I took my dad's phone and faked to be my dad. And, you know, called this dude, told him to go ahead and start processing the paperwork. Because at that point, I was like, I already knew what I wanted to do. I knew I wanted to play sports and also get a good education. I knew I could, you know, fulfill what my dad wants me to do and also do what I wanted to do. And so, um, so we did all the paperwork. And, you know, I came back and told my dad one night, hey, I'm going to America. I'll need your help for such a small amount of money to be able to survive while I'm there. And he was like, how did you do that? So, no, he got mad at me for like two weeks. But then my mom was able to like talk to him and we came on board. We set terms of agreement. And you know, it was like, you have to keep uh, this level of academic performance at the excellence if you need us to keep this agreement going. So I agreed to that and then I flew to California. I was ready to, you know, take this adventure head on. So How old were you? I think I was just turning nineteen. Okay. I nineteen. So I went to a community college called Citrus College and that was where I got my first exposure to basketball in school. It was definitely a culture shock for me. And it was it was difficult the first couple of weeks. I just didn't know how to get around the big city of California. Uh, the family I was staying with lived in Hacienda High, close to Long Beach, and I had to drive all the way to Glendale, California, for school, and coupled with the LA traffic. And so it was crazy time for me. So I was able to start adjusting to the new team and the new game and the new academic uh, syllables in America. And then one of my really good friends I grew up with, who was currently in Ohio at the time, called me and was like, I know a really good family that can take you in as a host family and they will really help you acclimatize to what's happening, like the American life. And you know, California was hot, so I, I, could, I could do that the hot weather. And so it was like, but they live in Iowa. And I was like, Iowa? Isn't that place so cold? 
he was like, well, they're going to house you and take care of you. You better go. And so I was like, no, I talked to my team uh, and the coaches at Citrus, and I transferred out of uh, Citrus College and went to a, a college in Illinois called John Wood Community College. And it was like closer to where this family I had met who would eventually become my host family. I don't usually like calling them host family. They became my family. Uh, they took me in. I went to John Wood, did one year there. After my first year, which was my freshman year, I got a scholarship to go to Upright, a full ride scholarship to go to Upright University. And it just seems like I just keep moving from hot weather to cold weather and <laughs> kept getting colder. So I went to Upright University, played three years there, and graduated with a degree. And upon graduation, I got a, I got an opportunity to play professional basketball in Europe, which I took. And also I met my wife while I was at Upright University, and she happened to be from Minnesota. <laughs> so that was how I started getting involved in the Minnesota war. Like I started coming to Minnesota, came on weekends, came for a summer vacation, and then after college, I saw myself moving to Minnesota. And then uh, when I went overseas, every time the season was over, I came back to my family in Minnesota, connected to people in Minnesota, became like very familiar with the Minnesota uh, sporting uh, community. And then um, then I started a company uh, called City here in Minnesota. Um, so me and my buddy started this company, my buddy who was in uh, New York at the time. We started City together. And so yeah, yeah, I'm in Minnesota. And I'm enjoying this. Entrepreneurship Tell us more about Sit Eat and when did you create Sit Eat and what was the inspiration? So I was already uh, in the sporting world. I mean, um, so my buddies, uh, my my co-founder, he happens to build the drums. So he's be, he's been big on building drums for a while. And we've known each other since we were, we were both from Nigeria. We've known each other since high school, middle school. Uh, we went to the same boarding school back home. Uh, so we were really close friends. So he started this idea of having to add sporting events or drone delivery system. And, you know, after that, we pivoted to robotics where we eventually landed to like a software app where people who go to games and don't want to stand in line can order from their seat. Let's say you go to a Minnesota Twins game and you don't want to stay in those long and dreadful lines, you can order food from your seat and you get a notification telling you the processes of your food and you also get notified when your food is ready. All you have to do is go to the concession and expressly pick it up. You don't have to wait anymore. And so, you know, he ran the idea about he, he ran the idea by me and I was like, man, I'm on board. And All right. <laughs> All right, that that was this is a little bit. I'm gonna talk about the city organization here.
the city organization is this So that like realize that, and he does have his own organization, which is really really nice. To see, hearing about his seeing his business, he's one of the black founders of this and this organization started last year so there and that is how he got into technology itself it's all it's all there wait everybody to see let's see yes I brought my now and I was a little late but you know I'm gonna spend some little bit more time with you That it's time to talk. It's a little bit more. I uh, um, I'm, I'm gonna talk a little bit some more here. So we'll continue on here for a second. On the this, let me open the file here. All right. <laughs> got some we got an event we're gonna talk about right now I am so excited to talk about this event but I'm also gonna put this on here see everybody will see everything and then we're gonna we're definitely gonna talk about the website because I uh, I also got some updates about the website today too so that also is on its way and and ready to go here so let me just get that event ready now we're gonna talk about this black tech excellence weekend in solidarity of mike jackson's event i think it'd be a great idea that i come out and do it with you i already got the vendor spot i'm waiting for the final authorization on it I hope I can get it is to come out brand out with black tech talent then know I'm here I'm ready to fix computers at any time come up the goal of the, the, the that and it's gonna happen at the MLK event too that I'm just gonna be building computers and setting them up so that them up and I'll also be doing virus scans so that is going to happen so on november 19th we're going to have a video gaming playing morning the premiere of forenza horizon and hot wheels playing and it'll be on twitch those games will come out friday november night friday november 19th so we're gonna don't think i'm gonna be playing that game in the morning getting everybody to go along to keep that couple races games so I will get like weeks before 
so I make sure I have so I know how to work it so before I bring it actually alive. And then we have the Black Tech Building Program during my lunch break where we talk about the legacy of Nipsey Hustle in tech and how it related to how Nipsey got into technology. Okay? And then on November 20th will be the fall computer at the main of that. It'll be the Black Tech Excellence Day. The computer drive pickup, Black Tech Day, the Community Fest, and then we'll have a my first I'll have my the people I've been supporting this thing from day one. I'm gonna come up bring you I wanna invite you. I wanna invite them. We'll just come and eat and chill and we'll play video games on the twenty first. Eat breakfast and chill for the day. It's gonna be a lot of work November twentieth. So we're gonna talk about this November twentieth a little bit, see what the schedule's gonna look like. So the flyer is coming out, so I just gotta finish putting it together. Putting the final pieces of it together. So it's gonna be very, very important. Okay, so I'm gonna so you can see it now, so it'll be a good idea to see you able to see it now. So this is where it is. So November 28th, 11 a.m. to 8. This is going to change too. I just got to change it to 5.30. So it'll be 11 a.m. to 8. The computer pickup to the first five people. We'll have five people. If you have a computer that, that you're not using, you don't you don't use it, or you want to donate a computer that you just don't feel like it needs to be used, 11 a.m. to noon, your computer should be picked up. I'll be coming on and picking them up. They'll take about an hour. And then at noon to three, uh, it was the Black Tech Talent Community Fest event at the Minneapolis Community Technical College. And then and then at around 5:30, it'd be the t Black Tech all get together dinner. So it'll be like a little dinner that I'll invite. It'll be my invitational dinner that I want to do. On so it'll be on so information will be announced on Monday, November 1st. So that's how you can call me for, or email me with any questions and stuff. So that is coming up on November 20th. November 20th. I'm going to be there. It'll be a great event. I'm going to try to get more people to come out for the MLK Now event. That's coming up on January 15th. They also have to be out. I'm gonna make sure they come. We're gonna make them. Gonna hit them hard. Hit them hard on that. So that's why the main event covers everybody. I want them right here. I want them to know that we're here. That that we want you at that event. I want you to get notoriety. I want to know there's a lot of black tech talent. But now I have the media that's black owned that will be able to be out there and cover those type of things. So that is things. So that that's this shook me out sooner or later. But I hope I get it out today so I can actually start announcing. I've already announced the whole weekend. We're gonna have a Twitch account. I'll have that set up to up on November first. I have it set up, be able to work the thing, te start testing it, just make sure to see if I can get this thing to work. So I can start using Twitch to run the video games the next year's college football tournament is going to be on there and don't forget tomorrow the college football tournament is tomorrow around noon it's Florida versus Alabama 
on the Xbox 360. That was a tight game this morning. We had a lot of, it was a lot of things on board with that. So that's very much very important. So you have to and take a listen to all that. It's very, very much important. So I want to let everybody know about that. So that is coming out. That should be out today. Guys, I want to say thank you. I want to say thank you all. Thank you all for listening. Thank you all. You might be watching this. You might not see it now. You might see it later today. Thank you very much for listening to the Black Type Building Program today. It was a very long show. Very long, consistent show. Well, almost an hour of the show that I wanted to do, but got it a little late, so we got to continue on. And check out Sit Eat, black, black founder of the program. Check that guy out. Also, you guys should check us out. And I will see you all out tomorrow when we do this around noon. I hope I get it done because we're going to get a lot of it. It's going to look nice. It's going to be so successful. All right. And one more thing I forgot to tell before we go. It's time to, to talk about this. Web. It's time um, to talk about this website. Okay. Time to put this website in its full compat. Alright. So let me, let me just get this. Let me just get this. Let me just get this website in its. So let me just get this site up. So you can see. Shout out to Otis, Otis website development firm, Black Owned. Support this black sister, Black Owned. Guys, guys, come out and Emmer, please, if you are, if you, something like Michelle, give this out to her because to let you know, I really support her. I know you're, you're a busy lady and I want you to continue on and, you, and to finish this site because I feel like Black Media is about to, it's about to pick up here. Okay, so let me get let me let me get down to let me get this let me get this um let me get this password in here and so we can start showing you what they got done so far. They're they're still in the middle of finishing this stuff up. So. So let me just show y'all how it is and how it actually looks. And it, this will be the rose of the final product. So November 19th is going to be the final product of this whole thing. And it's going to be when I will open it. I will finally open it to make sure that this site is every week, month. We will fund this. We will put this together. We will support it. We will build it. So this is what it is just so far right now. But it's not the real end of the product. And it's going to... So... This is all going to be up here. Everything everything is so looking nice. That, that, that's the, the final product is not out yet. This is the road of the final product. Okay? This is how it is. How it's gonna look, how the site's gonna look. We'll have our archives, 
I'll fix that up with Black Junction. We'll put our Black Junction stuff up there. We'll have that. The podcast. Our articles will be in there. So we'll have our own Black Tech articles that we will actually write for Minnesota, for the nation. And, and we'll be sharing different articles too. So also, we'll have our writers too. My own writers. Because yeah, they'll, pay, they'll pay me a certain fee per month. And they... And they and they they get their free, and they get paid too because they can't be accessing their stuff. So that will be coming. So the first part will be the services in the live streams, and the podcast will podcast and, and our uh, it'll be the podcast and the services and about me. The other stuff will come later, but it'd be a great thing to see. Alright everybody, I want to say thank you for listening to this show today. It is such an amazing effort of doing this with y'all. I want to enjoy this moment. It The stuff will be out today. All you guys got to do is transfer all this stuff and get everything out here. It is a successful moment. Please, thank you very much. And I will be on here. This is our main event. I want to make this bigger and better. I know a lot of people won't see it now, but they're going to see it later. Today, uh, it's already been shared. Everyone's going to see it. Thank you very much for everything you guys all do. Let's keep going. Let's be black. Let's be proud. I want this to, the, the main event to say, this is it. This is the man I want to see. Thank you very much. And you guys all have a nice day. Bye-bye. <laughs>